0: Welcome to the Legacy of Legends, a Dynasty podcast. Join the Legacy of Legends team as we talk about the ins and outs of fantasy football, specifically from a Dynasty perspective. Our purpose is to help you make the moves to leave your mark and establish a legacy in your Dynasty League. And welcome. My name is BJ Kent, and I'm welcomed in by the one and only Debo. What's up, Steven? What's going on, brother? much man i know it's 9 30 here 9 45 local time so i imagine you're just about as tired as i am
1: (laughs) absolutely uh been up for a while today uh yeah we had practice at six this morning so it's been a long (laughs) (laughs) day.
0: pushing 24 hours for those things that's that's
1: right that's right
0: oh man all right so what you been up to the past couple weeks man
1: man school just finishing up and uh starting summer ball and like i said practicing and me and Jody are closing on a house next week, so lots nice. going on right now. Lots going on.
0: It's a good old busy season.
1: Yeah, for sure. Very busy. Man.
0: We just uh, we just got back from the beach, I think it was about five days ago, Man. and uh, we were there for almost a whole week at Panama City, and then we got back, went to a family reunion on Saturday where there was like 40 people there, and then Sunday we had church, Monday was Memorial Day, and so, dude, I'm exhausted. Like My, my body still ain't caught back up yet.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
0: Uh, but, man, yeah, other than that, uh, the NFL's kind of slowed down with their all season news. Everything right now is just OTA hype. Uh, man, if I've seen one thing about Najee Harris getting gaining uh, weight all the way to, like, 240, then I've seen it, like, 5,000 times. Oh, I know. And it's just to the point now where I'm, I'm, I'm just ready to get off of Twitter and just for the NFL season to start.
1: I saw something about uh... – Traylon Burks, people are saying he's an N kill Harry plus forty five pounds. So, oh my gosh, <laughs> bro, don't
0: don't say that.
1: <laughs> I've been seeing it. I've been seeing it. Uh,
0: I got Traylon Burks at one hundred six, and I was so happy about it. So <laughs> I, I really needed him to do something. Oh me, uh, I've been seeing that. Uh, I've been seeing a lot of uh, Garrett Wilson hype here lately. And that's yep. man, everybody looks good when they're not playing a defense. And so if all they're doing is just running against air, like I'm not saying this about Garrett Wilson, just in general, but man, I'm the OTA hype. I don't get this nuts. But anyways, uh, so quick question real quick before we jump into the episode, Steven, Um, how do you approach the dead portion of the all season in dynasty? Uh, What I mean by that is, is like, I know you're in many leagues. And so during this time where there's not many active owners or people taking the mental break and things like that, Do you focus on building your squad when others are inactive or do you take that break as well?
1: It's been different for me every year this year. I've kind of taken a little bit more of a break, um, mainly probably because, you know, obviously the rookie draft comes and goes and the hype comes and goes and then you get all your rookie drafts in, um, and then everything's kind of settles down. Um, I have kind of, taken a small break, I guess you'd say this year. Um, I still check the leagues and look and try to send out a few offers here and there, but I kind of personally needed a small break because of just the the mental grind of it, honestly. So uh, I've taken a small break this year Um, as in years past, I kind of, I kind of do build uh, I think when other teams are are taking that break, but I kind of personally needed a, a little bit of a break right now.
0: Yeah, and that's kind of where I'm at as well. Like I've made, well, I usually send out about two or three offers a week, but it's nothing like during that actual end season grind mm-hmm. where you're trying to make your team better, looking at all the waiver wires and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, man, it's just after, after, like you said, after those rookie drafts were over with and whatnot, it's nice to kind of look at your team, think, all right, man, this I'll look back at you in about a month or so.
1: That's right. That's right. Uh,
0: but yeah, so uh, real quick, Stephen, what's the what's the most recent trade you've made here lately?
1: I think the most recent trade I made was uh I sent away one oh three and two oh three during the during a rookie draft and I, I received cup back, Cooper Cup. I'm a dead red win now team there. Oh my gosh, so man. uh it just felt like I needed to do that. So <clears throat> that's my most recent trade that I've made um in yeah. Dynasties.
0: So, I know most every league that you play in super flex, I know that, yeah. And so, you pretty much trade away Drake London, Garrett Wilson, somebody like that for Cooper Cup. It's not, yeah, it's not a, not a bad move at all because that's two, yeah. three, two yeah. three. was probably like Damian Pierce or, yeah, yeah, Samir White or somebody, yep. yeah, yeah. Uh, I think, uh, for me, uh, I got a team that where I'm just coming out of a rebuild and I'm, I'm stacking it, man, just trying to get that that lineup set and mm-hmm. get some death pieces and whatnot. And uh, my starting running back core right now on that team or on that, uh, that team is Saquon, Chubb, Javante, AJ, Dillon, and Singletary. And um, I reached out to a guy and I was like, Hey man, let me get a, let me get Gibson off of you. And so I traded my, I traded a 23 first and um, I think it was two late seconds and got Gibson. I know it's kind of a hefty price, uh, mm-hmm. Just because of all the Gibson negative news here lately, with uh, Rivera wanting him in the committee next season and all that junk. But my yeah. thing is, man, if I can get a top fifteen, top twenty running back for a twenty three first when I'm coming out of rebuild, I'm all right with that. Absolutely. Yeah. Plus, you know, that's my that's my one of my few one quarterback leagues. So.
1: Yeah, uh, it's terrible. Um, yeah, I know. I know how you feel about it.
0: <laughs> <me>. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so. Uh, the outline of this show, though, something I wanted to cover is just two things today. I want to talk about some free agents real quick, some free agents that haven't signed yet. And then after that, we will go through a segment I'm calling sneaking into the top 10 in Dynasty. Right. Um, so let's go off these free agents real quick. So before we jump into the free agents, I do have uh, some some news that I'm sure you heard of. And I want to hear your take on this since you're a Saints homer. Uh, what's your take on them signing Jarvis Landry? Ooh, hoo, hoo,
1: hoo. man. Let's go. I'm so excited for it. That that offense is going to be so, so much better. I mean, we and we know it was bad last year um, outside of probably Kamara. Um, but, man, the Saints went from Traquan, Callaway, and, and Deontay mm-hmm. Hardy to Michael Thomas, Jarvis Landry, and Olave. I mean, come on, what kind of offseason – Offensive weapons have they put around Jameis? I mean, and and I'm a Jameis truther. I I hope yeah. he can come back from the ACL. I hope that doesn't hold him back. But I loved the guy last year. I've been in on him since he was our quarterback starting last year. And uh, I I hope I hope he can come right back and kind of knock the rust off and get that offense going. I think they're going to be explosive. I think they're going to be big plays. I think I think it's going to be a complete 180 from last year. And and the defense is obviously elite. Yeah. Um, and it's still elite. I mean, they signed Tyron Matthew. They picked up a few players in the draft. Um, so it's it's gonna be elite. Uh you got Demario Davis. Um, I think the Saints think they can win now and, and I'm right on board with them. I think they can too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And that's uh man, for the Landry signing, I think uh, God, I think it was in Walking Dead where didn't Marcus acquire him for like a third or something. Yeah, while he, he was a free agent, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, that's that's a smooth move, man. And so, yeah. shout out Marcus on that one. Uh, I think Landry's gonna be a PPR machine there in New Orleans. He can be, uh, yep. And like he, he can get he can be a decent deep threat, but because he's kind of getting up there in age and stuff, I do expect that he's gonna be in the slot a pretty good bit. And we'll, I, I think, he'll get them PPR points for sure.
1: Well, he's a great route runner and if Jameis can put the ball on him, he's going to catch it. You know, yep. I mean, he, he, he can get open him and Michael Thomas are kind of interchangeable in, into what they do and how they do yeah, it. They're absolutely. Just smooth route runners. Thomas being a little bit bigger than he is, but, but they're going to interchange beautifully. And I think Olave is going to be able to take the top off the defense, which is going to help even more. So, and then, you know, you can't forget about the guys that I mentioned before, you know, I mean, they weren't great for our team last year as the one, two, and three, but they will be tremendous depth pieces for us Absolutely. in Traquan Calloway and, and Deontay Hardy. So I look forward to a pretty explosive offense this year.
0: Yep, don't forget about your boy Taysom Hill at tight end, man.
1: Oh, let's go. Taysom, <laughs> let's get in, <laughs> 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 Yeah, man. Adam, Taysom is a tight end. Okay, He is.
0: You uh, think, get that, that two right. PPR and then <laughs> tight end premium leagues, man. <laughs> uh, uh, man, what, what could have been with Adam Troutman?
1: uh i don't know man he's been so disappointing i just i kind of i was i I never was real high on him anyway but there were some people that were high on him and i watched some film on him and i thought okay maybe and he just he's been so disappointing so i don't know i don't know this may be the end of the this may be the end of the line for him this year if he doesn't show up
0: yeah Uh, just let, just let the saints go out there and get old jimmy grandpa back yeah (laughs) (laughs) let him go Get it back on a one-year deal. All right. So, anyways, yeah. now, that we, now that we covered the Landry news, let's uh, let's talk about some of these free agents that still haven't signed with a team. Okay. Uh, what I want to do is I just really chose the the five that are still kind of fantasy relevant that yeah. haven't signed with a team yet, and mm-hmm. let's just kind of talk about them. Uh, after that, I got a couple of questions that we'll kind of talk about as well. Okay. Uh, so the five that still haven't signed with teams, I think, is kind of surprising. Uh, let's just go through this in order, and we'll talk about each one. So the first one that comes up is Odell Beckham. Uh, he just got done playing a season with the Los Angeles Rams after freeing himself from the uh, the Browns with Baker. Uh, man, just imagine if, if he was still there when Deshaun went. Uh,
1: it's not. It's not on Baker. I don't. It's not Baker's fault. I'm just gonna say that I still believe in Baker. I think Baker can be a franchise quarterback. I don't believe it's all Baker Mayfield.
0: All right. What What are you attributed to then?
1: <clears throat> well, I just think that I really I like Odell. I think he's a diva, though. I really do. I don't think Landry had a problem with with Baker. Um, yeah. There wasn't much outward problems with Baker from players. I mean, they all thought the guy battled and competed. Um, he, he played most of the year last year with that torn labrum and that non-throwing mm-hmm. shoulder, which had to be affecting him. I mean, even though it was his non-throwing shoulder, he's playing with a torn labrum. He has shown that he can be good. He got backdoored by Deshaun Watson, and who knows what that's going to – I mean, Deshaun may not even play. I saw yesterday another woman is coming out with a, uh, uh, suing him. So that, that's a mess, man. And, and I know the Saints went after him and as a, as a, you know just looking at it from the football perspective we know Deshaun can play football everybody knows that but man i'm just kind of glad it didn't happen and he kind of moved on away from the Saints yeah. cuz now we don't have now i don't have to worry about this as a, as a fan i could imagine being <laughs> the browns and just thinking okay when's deshaun going to play is he ever going to play we've guaranteed him 200 million dollars mm-hmm. and you don't even know when or if he's going to play for you so that that franchise as a whole is kind of it's the browns so I look. I, I still think there's. I still think there's a shot Baker ends up in either Carolina or Seattle. Um, I think. I think that. I think the Browns are still trying to trade him, but I don't think anybody's willing to trade him because they all know they're going. They're just going to release him, you know. So yeah, I, I think it's one of those things where teams are like, "Look, we're not giving you anything because we all know at the end of the day, y'all, you're just going to release him. You just signed Deshaun for two hundred million. So, yeah.
0: Um, hey, who was the other I, quarterback they brought in?
1: Uh, I'm, was not, it I'm not sure. Was it? It may be. I'm not sure. I'm not yeah, sure. I'm I, I, right. I, think I, I think it, it was. T- that sounds right. That sounds right. It may be Tyrod.
0: Yeah, I think they brought in a decent, a decent quarterback to kind of fill yeah. in the games yeah. that they do expect Watson to be uh suspended.
1: I I wouldn't think Watson plays this year minimum. I, I mean that's kind of my thought. I could be wrong, but I don't think he plays this year. Um, so yeah, they're gonna have to have a quarterback. I, I don't see Baker just stepping in and be like, oh, I'll play this year since. You know Deshaun's not here. I, I just don't mm-hmm. see
0: that happening. So But uh so Odell got out and he went to the Los Angeles Rams with Matthew Stafford and balled out. Yes. Yes uh, he did. And so with that, uh what what's your take on Odell right now as far as um, dynasty perspective?
1: Man, see I just I, I like Odell. I, I I've liked I like him more as he gets older. I think he did show up and he had a great uh second half of the year with the Rams, you know, Robert Woods went down. It, it's kind of let him steep into that wide receiver two-row right behind uh, Cooper Cup, and he, he he did. He showed out. I mean, uh, Stafford was hitting him. He was getting open. He was scoring touchdowns. He even had a uh, – I think he had a touchdown grab in the Super Bowl before he uh, tore his yeah. ACL. That's going to hurt, yep. hurt him. It's going to hurt him. The ACL tear um, is, is big for a wide receiver, obviously. Um, and then Odell's not just – the spring chicken anymore. He's he's kind of he's not old, but he's he's getting he's getting up there a little bit. He's he's 29, will be 30 November the fifth. So he he is kind of getting up there. Um so I mean as far as a dynasty perspective on the player, I think I think flex play maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I don't I don't see him being a obviously wide receiver three flex maybe is kind of where I see him and value him until I can see more from the Post ACL Odell Beckham, what's he going to be, and and then landing spot's going to be huge too. You know, I mean, if he goes somewhere where it's going to be tough to, you know, the quarterback's going to struggle him the ball, which I don't foresee him putting himself in that situation.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: there was there was talk about him going to the Saints. You know, there's talk about the Saints maybe getting him, and the Saints got Landry. Um, but I, I, it's just going to be one of those situations where right now I just kind of see him as a flex, maybe as as you you know as as best option until I can see. You know, has that AC is the ACL gonna hamper him any, which, you know, today's medicine, we have good doctors, we have good medicine. Most players can come back from the ACL and, and be as good, but but Father Times undefeated. And we're gonna talk about that a little more here when we get down to these top tens uh now compared oh, yeah. to um you know what we could see for a year from now. So
0: yeah. And I'm I'm in the same boat as you with Odell. Um I think he is a a good flex play for your team. Uh however, I do think that he starts the season on pup. Uh, list honestly, so I think it's gonna be a little while before he actually gets some playing time uh, wherever mm-hmm. he signs with. I do think that he will sign somewhere, uh, whether it be before the season starts or whether it be a little bit and then ends up getting signed. But as far as the list of the, the, the five names that we're going to mention, uh, between him and about one or two other guys, I expect him to be right up there towards the top as far as the team signing them. Yeah, um, I agree. Just like what you said, talent wise, he's there. Uh, so let me ask you this: This is kind of just a uh, off the top of the head question. Something you probably don't expect, but I know that you're a John Mechie fan. Um, mm-hmm. You drafted him in Yellowstone League. If you had to choose right now, would you send Mechie away for Odell? I would not. Okay, you'd still keep Mechie.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't send. I mean, you just drafted a, a guy. He's he was he's he had a good he's had a, he had a good career at Alabama. He's he's. Um, You know, twenty one. He he's gonna he's you know I'm gonna I'm gonna personally roll the dice on on Mechie.
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Especially being the Texans, they're not ready to win. I mean, why would you sign Odell? You're not you're not winning nothing. You know, so I mean, uh, I just think that the Texans' best play just just for for their team would be obviously, in my opinion, just to hold Mechie and hope he develops into you know your. no, no, I agree with
0: you. I'm I'm talking about from a like you have Mechie on your dynasty team. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, still, um, same answer though, right?
1: Well, yeah, probably so. I'm holding. Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be kind of you know the mindsets kind of parallel right there. You, you yeah. know, I mean, because you're you're talking about your future. You know, you're talking about your team and your future. Absolutely. I still think even if you're here's the deal. If you're dead red win now and you're going well, I need Odell. well, You're probably not dead red win now. Yeah, you need exactly. Odell. They're so, more
0: of looking for a death piece, which here, John here. Mitchie can be.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, I agree. So, yeah, I mean, I, I still same master regardless. Yep. Um, anyway. All right.
0: So, na- next man up, Julio Jones. You think? Uh, you think Julio Jones is washed? Or you think he signs somewhere and produces fantasy relevance?
1: Man, I don't think the relevance is there. He may sign somewhere. He might grab a a job. I think he's. I think he's done though. Uh, I would be. I would be shocked. Uh, um if he comes back and has any kind of fantasy fantasy relevance uh, he's going on he's going on pretty much two years here back-to-back years where he has been non-playable for the most part um and just to to see him come back and and have any kind of fantasy football relevance at this point um it's just man i don't know how you could trust putting him in your lineup i would not trade for him i wouldn't give a third for him i would I, pr- I probably wouldn't give a fourth for him. I mean, I you know, I mean yeah. – and we know thirds and fourths. We know what they are. They're dark throws anyway for the most part. But I would not give a third for sure. Um, <clears throat> so, I just – I think he's – I think his time's up. He's He's been incredible. He's been an incredible player. He's been incredible for fantasy. He's been incredible for the NFL. But I think his time's up.
0: Yeah, and I agree with you. I think for me, uh, if you have him on your dynasty squad right now, it's probably just a roster clogger. Absolutely. Um, right out there with Kenny Galladay and a couple of guys Ooh. like that. Yeah. And so it's a, it's one of those like hopeful dart throws to mm-hmm. where if you, if he, like last year, if you were always thinking, man, if AJ Brown goes down, Julio could step up, but then yeah. that's nice. Wish, that's wishful thinking. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm the same way with you though. I would, I'm avoiding Julio at all costs. Uh, I know right now you can probably get him super cheap. But my way of looking at it, too, is that if he hadn't produced the past two years, what makes this year any different? I mean, it's not Mm -hmm. like he's going to go sign with the Chiefs and do anything. Mm -hmm. Uh, This third guy, this is somebody that I'm hoping signs ASAP, uh, Rob Gronkowski. Uh, Every indication that I've seen says that he is uncertain whether he is going to be playing in the NFL this coming season or not. Uh, I know that his BFF, Tom Brady, has decided to step out of retirement and come back for one of their season. Uh, Mm -hmm. I saw a report the other day that Gronk came out and said, hey, look, if y'all sign Edelman and bring him back, I will 100% come back. (laughs) That's not going to happen. And so for me, man, uh, I have bought Raw Gronkowski and a couple of tight end premium leagues for stupid cheap. Uh, And so I'm really just kind of hoping that he does come back uh, right now. If he does come back anywhere, (laughs) it's going to be with the Bucks, in my opinion. Uh, Mm Yeah. I know there was rumors going around that the Bills were interested in them and all this kind of stuff, but uh it's either bucks or nothing. And I'm gonna say right now, he's probably 70% nothing, 30% bucks. And so uh, what, what's your take on it?
1: Uh, I'm staying away personally. I don't think I, I know I don't own a single share grant, and I'm in multiple two tight end leagues, and I'm in multiple tight end premium leagues. I don't think now that I now that I'm sitting here thinking about this, I'm I'm not Yes, I'm in I'm in one. I'm in one, one tight end, no tight end premium league of of all my leagues. So it, they're either start wow. two tight ends or tight end premium. And I don't own a single share of him. Um and not because he can't be great, because he can be great and he can score you fantasy points. But man, it's scary. It's scary sitting there thinking, and like you said, if you can get him on the cheap, if you can get him stupid cheap, fine, get him. But I've he's not he's just not a player I've pursued. Um I'm worried. I'm worried he's just gonna step away i think Mm -hmm. i think i think with brady coming back that obviously bolsters his chances to resign with the bucks tremendously i think if brady was done he would be done so that that is that is huge um for him but man he he just he's gronk man he's he's just living his life he's living his best life he don't have to have football man he's won super bowls with two different teams now and and two different really uh seasons of his life you know what i mean so he's just he doesn't have to come back and if he doesn't want to come back he won't come back i don't think so it's just scary um thinking man i need this guy to come back you know just so i can be competitive um uh, so i just try to stay i'm just trying to stay away from that
0: oh yeah i agree 100 percent uh that's like with me i got him as a throw-in in a uh in a league and i'm i'm i'm, I'm happy with it now like yeah. what you said i'm i'm also to the points where he's my third or fourth tight end on my team and so I'm kind of hoping he comes back just for that that playoff push and whatnot. But we'll we'll see what happens.
1: If you can get him as a throw in and a tight end premium or a two tight end league or you know, I mean I think that's great. I think I think you've hit you know I think you've kind of not necessarily hit a home run, but you've definitely made the trade if if that's the throw in to 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 get you over the top or not even to get you over the top, but just something to sweeten the deal a little bit. That's a pretty good sweetener if he comes back. You know, so not 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 a not a terrible thing at all.
0: All right, so this next guy, uh, I will go ahead and give you a heads up on. I am out on. Uh, it is Ty Hilton. Uh, yep. Man, I I know that he like Carson Wentz wasn't the greatest quarterback last year. I get that, and I know Ty Hilton has suffered from injuries a lot. And it mm-hmm. seems like the only games that he has that is good and is fancy relevant is when they play Houston every year. Yep, but. Man, for me, I'm, I'm completely out on T.Y. Hilton. Uh, I don't care where he signs, if he goes to the Colts, if he goes to the Browns, or where he goes. Uh, I'm at the point now to where I don't have a single share of him, and I don't I don't want a single share of him. Uh, for me, like what you said with, with Gronk and Julio, uh, for me, I think his time has kind of come to pass. Uh, I think what he has done with the Colts and how they didn't really have weapons around him for a while, uh, I think he did phenomenal, and I think he should just go ahead and kind of ride out. Because I, I, in my personal opinion, I see a very, very similar path as to what John Brown has went through the past couple of years,
1: mm-hmm.
0: where he was pretty good whenever. Uh, gosh, who was he with the Bills or somebody? He was with and the Bills. Yeah. Once he stepped away and started going to a different team in free agency, you just saw the decline happen super quick, and that's that's the kind of the path yeah. I see for T.Y. Hilton there too.
1: Yeah, I'm 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 right there with you. I'm on board 100%. I'm out on Ty Hilton. 32 years old right now. Will be thir- will be 33 in November in the middle of the season. Um he was, he's not been good. I mean, he's just not been good. He's had big game, he's had the big he's had the one big game a year seems like for the past couple of years. But as far as everyday playing him, throwing him out there and just uh letting him be your wide receiver 2 or wide receiver 3, he has been disappointing. So yeah. And, and and at his age it's, it's it's not gonna get any better i mean so and 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 i don't i'm just I'm, I'm like you i'm i'm completely out on him um i think he does need to probably um you know call it a he probably needs to call it a career just to be honest um he, yeah, he would shock. it would it's kind of like julio it would shock me if he comes back and he's he can be any kind of relevance uh fantasy wise
0: um okay uh the next guy i will say could very well have a resurgence i, don't, I honestly don't know i just haven't really seen him healthy the past couple of years and uh that's will fuller he is our fifth and final free agent that we're going to be covering here uh i know he played guy was it one game with the dolphins last year mm-hmm. i think uh yeah and then i think he broke his finger or did something mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh and man will fuller you saw what he did that one year that he got called on peds which mm-hmm. man i hate that but man he mm-hmm. he came out and he exploded uh did fantastic, had a great year, was winning people championships, and then yep. right whenever playoffs hit, do got suspended for the rest of the season. Yep. And I, I don't think that he's 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 had a good game since then. Um like I said, I think he's only played in one. Uh so if he does get healthy, I think he will be a decent wide receiver three for a team, not mm-hmm. fantasy perspective, but just from an actual NFL perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh I think a team can go out and take a shot on him and just see what what's there. Uh, I don't see him being a stud anymore. I see him being kind of like a guy that almost like Deshaun Jackson later on in his career, right? um, To where he can go out and he can get you a seventy-five yard touchdown, right? Now is that going to happen every single game? Absolutely not. Yeah. And so for me, from a dynasty perspective, um, depth piece, cool, but it's got to be like a thick depth piece. Like it's Mm got to be towards towards the end of your roster. Uh, mm-hmm. And so for that, um, I think people have kind of forgotten about him. I think people have forgotten about a uh, similar player, Curtis Samuel. And mm-hmm. so for from this perspective, man, if like if you can get him as a throw in, if you can get him for a fourth round pick, then you may have something, you know. Yeah. yeah. But I'm, I'm I'm wishful thinking on Will Fuller. I think that he yeah. can very very easily become like Allen Robinson with the Rams. Fingers crossed, and uh, hopefully something can come out of this.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm in with you on that 100% too. Will Fuller, 28 years old, not as old as those other guys, um, has had some injury problems obviously and that's kind of been his career. I mean he has been an injury riddled wide receiver but when healthy he shows that he can play. Um, Absolutely. The problem is he can't play because he ain't healthy. Um. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I think there's hope um, that he could be, I know you said not necessarily a, a wide receiver three on a fantasy team but but I I think maybe he could, you know, I think he, I think he might could fill maybe a wide receiver three role if he can stay healthy and if he gets with the right team. Um, so I, I do have more hope for him. I do think he'll sign. I don't think he's like these other guys where they may not even get a, uh, you know, they may not even sign. I do think yeah. uh, he will sign somewhere. Uh, he's just, I think he's still got the speed. He's still got age in his, in his favor as to where those other two are just T uh, T Y and Julio are just kind of falling off the face of the earth as far as, where they are age-wise in their careers, um, but I think I think Will Fuller could have something left in the tank if he can prove uh, that he can stay healthy and get on the field and actually play. Um, yeah, I agree. So that's where I'm at with Will Fuller. I got I got something for you here uh, that I kind of put in the notes here with these with these free agents. I got one more that we, that I want to talk about that I just saw come out this week, and I'm sure you saw it too. Antonio Brown comes out and says that he wasn't playing this year. If you own him, what are you doing with it?
0: Oh man, it, I've seen a lot of leagues and a lot of dynasty managers who are asking the same question. Uh, I know our boy Rob is trying to sell him for pennies on the dollar right now. Uh,
1: and so he's asking two firsts for him. Last I saw, that's I guess
0: he's come off. Yeah, of that. I, I think at one point somebody's like, "Hey, you got to give me a first to take him." Uh, but man, I I don't want to drop him yet if it's a deep roster. Uh, if it's a 25, 28 player roster or whatever, uh, I'm probably keeping them just for a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. Am I hopeful that he signs somewhere? No, I think he's done. Uh, like what you said, I saw the interview that he came out with and said, nah, if you're hoping for me to come back and play, it ain't going to happen. Uh, but also, it's Antonio Brown, dude's had a lot of uh, head injuries and whatnot. And so I'm yep. sure that he could be saying this and just pull a fast one. Dude so, certified
1: nuts, man. Dude is certified oh, nuts.
0: 100% um, for me I will say this out of my nine, ten 10 dynasty leagues I ain't got a single share of the guy I don't <laughs> and either. I, don't I am I am perfectly happy
1: <laughs> and you won't probably either no I won't like me, I won't So, yeah. uh, I just was kind of wondering I, I I, wondered, you know for the fans and for the people that we're talking to here you know to give them some insight on what you what you what you might do with him I think you've I think you've missed the window to sell him you know I I mean, if you if you had him and you were trying to sell him you missed that window
0: I think whenever oh, so. he stripped off his jersey and gave the peace sign, walking off at New York Jets, <laughs> I think that was, your, was, that was the, your moment.
1: That was your window. <laughs> yep. It slammed. You probably shut.
0: saw him a week before.
1: It slammed shut. So, but yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I agree. I kind of agree with you. I think if it's a deep, deep roster, you just hold him for another year or so and just see what happens. But you can't sell him, and you ain't buying him. So,
0: no, it's it's a hold, and like if if you want to cut him, I don't have a problem with it. Because uh, I'll tell you right now, if he's on waivers, I ain't picking him up. No, I'm not either. All right, let's get into the segment called sneaking into the top ten. Uh, so now that we've recovered their, rem- now that we've covered the remaining free agents, I thought it'd be cool to look at the top ten in each position according to DLF and project one player to fall out of the top ten by 2023 and one player to sneak into the top 10 by 2023. So basically what we're doing is we're looking at consensus top 10 rankings and dynasty. We're going to choose one player that by this time next year will be in consensus top 10 ranking and one player that's going to fall out of this top 10. Uh, Basically what we'll do is we'll give our takes on why we either like or dislike each player that we choose. Um, This is one of those where it doesn't have to be an elaborate thought provoking one, but it's just, Hey, this is who I'm thinking is going to fall out. This is who I'm thinking is going to jump in. Um, yep. So, let's start off with the favorite position the most, the quarterback position, the super flex.
1: Quarterback position. Yep. I'll start us off here, man. Wow. Uh, let me let me, let me give the top, let me give the top okay. ten. Okay, okay, okay.
0: So, top ten. You got Patrick Mahomes at one. I don't agree with that, but okay. Uh, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow. Look at Joe Burrow all the way up there at four in the elf? Uh, Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson, Dak Prescott, Trey Lance, and Trevor Lawrence. Who's your player that falls out of that top ten?
1: I don't. For me, for me, it's no question, and it, it's Trey Lance. I can't. I don't understand it. It makes no sense to me. Um, it, it's kind of like that. You and I discussed. Look, we'll, we'll get to it in a minute. I, I won't. I won't spoil it for the fans. But uh, man, Trey Lance oh i just i i I don't believe in him i don't think he's got what it takes he can't even beat out terrible jimmy g and you want yeah. me to think you want me to think that he's a top 10 dynasty quarterback uh you just can't convince me of that i think he easily falls out of the top 10 in 2023 and i'll be i'll go a step further and say he could be out of the top 24 oh. by next year
0: oh don't say that
1: I'm telling you, I, I don't believe in him. I know I do not believe in him. Oh, um, man. So um, that's my take on who falls out. I'll go ahead quickly and give you my guy who I want to slide in there, and it's Justin Fields. Um, oh snap! Okay, <laughs> I, I, I think I think he's got a little bit of the. I think he's got some. I think I hope. He's got the right coaching staff behind him. I think he's – I think he's learning. I think he's smart. I think he's intelligible. And I wouldn't – I wouldn't big on him coming in. I kind of – I kind of ragged on some Bears fan, uh, friends of mine that are fans of the Bears uh, about him. Um, but I think he's getting weapons. Um and I've been seeing really good reports on him this off season. Things like last year, where he was asking coaches questions about things. Now players are asking mm-hmm. him questions up. about things. So that's huge uh, report on him coming out, showing that the team believes in him, that he's knowledgeable about what players need to do, that he's not just some guy back there winging it. You know, so I I I think he could sneak up into that top ten next
0: year. Um, yeah. All right. So first off, the Trey Lance hate. Hurts me, man. It hurts me a lot. Uh I get it though. And that's my thing. I'm not I'm not unreasonable. Uh I, I honestly think that he should honestly be around that 13-14 range. Uh I think Aaron Rodgers should be ahead of him, which not according to the DLF. Uh I think Stafford should be up there. But so I get that. 100 percent understand it. Uh for me, the one player I think drops out of this top 10. Oh uh, man, I I was gonna say Trey Lance too, because the person I don't. Hey, I don't have you him can there.
1: you can go with Trey Lance because that's uh, the right. I want to go. That is uh, that is the right decision. It's Trey Lance. He can be the one that drops out of that top ten. And I wanna, and
0: I want to get a little bit spicy here. And who I'm going to go with is your boy Deshaun Watson. Uh, the reason I say this is is I'm kind of in the same camp as you is if he does play any games this season, I don't think he's going to play a lot. Uh, And so with that being the case, I think with dynasty rankings right now and a lot of the dynasty analysts and whatnot, I think they're going to get tired of having Deshaun Watson in their top ten dynasty rankings whenever he don't play for a lot of time. Uh, You're going to get into week 12, week 13, and then into the 2023 offseason – And we're going to be sitting here like, dude, it's been a full two, three years since Deshaun Watson's played. Mm -hmm. And now what? And so uh, the reason I say this too is I have seen a couple of people's dynasty rankings that have him all the way up at four or five. And I think that is absurd. If you right now in your dynasty startup, take Deshaun Watson over Kyler Murray, I think you're an idiot and (laughs) probably need to (laughs) reevaluate. And so for me, I think he falls out, um, Do I think he can get back in. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't think as far as right now, if you're telling me in a dynasty startup, would I choose Dak Prescott over Deshaun Watson? Absolutely. Would yeah. I choose Trevor Lawrence over him? Yes. Would I choose Russell Wilson over him? Yes. Would I choose yes. Jalen Hurts over him? Yes. And so for me, I, I don't think he should be there. And yeah. by this time next year, I don't think he is going to be. Uh, my one player that sneaks in, and I hate this, because it's going to sound bad, and I know the listeners may end up just turning the podcast off after they hear it. Uh, God, I hate to even say it, man. It feels like word vomit. Don't say it, Zach Wilson.
1: Oh, I love it. I love and it. And bring it on. Let's go, dude. I can't.
0: <laughs> I can't stand it because, like, I think there's other players that I could put in my top ten uh, players that I'm a little bit more confident in. Mm -hmm. but the dude's 22 years old, same age age as Trey Lance, same age as Trevor Lawrence, same age, actually younger than Justin Fields. The difference I see between him and Justin Fields is this. They have given Zach Wilson one of the best wide receiving cores in the NFL. Uh, Dude has Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore, who are both young, granted, uh, I think they even have, who did they add, Jamison Crowder? or No, not Jamison mm-hmm, Crowder. Mm-hmm. Uh, Corey Davis is still there. I knew that. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. But, man, and they give you Brees Hall, and mm-hmm. you still have Michael Carter there. Uh, who's Sign, the who's the uh, who, CJ Uzoma. Yep. And my thing is, man, is the Jets, I think, have come out in this offseason, and they've said, you know what, we've seen a little bit of what Zach Wilson can do. Does he need to develop? Absolutely. Does he need to take another step? Absolutely. But does he have the potential to break into this top ten in Dynasty? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And so, for me, I'm not saying he's going to be top five. I'm not saying he's going to be top seven, eight. I think he's going to be right there on the fringe of ten. If you were to tell me right now that he's right up there with Trevor Lawrence, I'm all right with that. Uh, Now, (laughs) there are still players I would draft over him right now. But what I'm calling for is I think that the Jets are going to come out this season. I think they're going to be behind. I think he's going to struggle the first couple of games. But eventually, I think Zach Wilson is going to find this rhythm. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's going to end up doing exactly what the Jets drafted him to do. And in doing so, I think he's going to take a massive leap.
1: I agree with you. I, 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 I'm i glad somebody else has some Zach Wilson love here. I got roasted in the draft because he was my QB, two behind Trevor Lawrence. And everybody oh, was, you know, he, he was. He was my QB, two. Last year, I got I got a bunch of receipts to show that I've that I've backed this take up, hadn't wavered off of it. Um, he was my QB two behind Trevor Lawrence, ahead of Justin Fields, ahead of Trey Lance. Um, and man, I got some massive hate for it. So it's 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 nice to see somebody else see uh something in Zach Wilson because I do I think he can be I think he can ball I really do I think uh I've seen again when you talk about offseason reports that that's what they are they're just reports you know they're nothing more than that but uh it's been reported that he's put on about 15 or 20 pounds he's getting bigger he's getting stronger they're putting weapons around him he's learning you know more the NFL offense the NFL way if you will Um, so man, I, I, I look for, I look for, I look for some big things this year. I'm kind of with you on that. So, uh, good, good take right there.
0: Like I said, I hate it, but I like it. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. All right. So going into the running back position, uh, this is one where I'm sure we're going to have some fun discussion on. So DLF's top 10 running backs is this Jonathan Taylor, one, 100% agree with two Javante Williams. I hate it. Uh, hi, <laughs> I am a Javante Williams truther. If you go to my Twitter page at, at Afrodynamics116, you will see that I have a Javante Williams thread, uh, right at the beginning, pin tweet everything. That's a nice uh, plug right there. Nice, plug thanks, man. Twitter, appreciate Twitter that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but my thing is, dude, is like, do I see Javante as a top five fringe? Yeah, sure. Top two? Absolutely freaking not. Uh, I don't know which one of these analysts have. Oh, there's a lot of them that have him right at, too. But, man, I, I don't get it. Anyways, going forward, number three, Christian McCaffrey. Number four, DeAndre Swift. Number five, Najee Harris. All three of them should be ahead of Javante. Uh, number six, Austin Eckler. Number seven, Bryce Hall. Also, we'll talk about that later. Uh, number eight, Dalvin Cook. Number nine, Cam Akers. And number 10, Derrick Henry. hmm hmm all right, Evo. Who's the player that falls out?
1: I hate this because I love this player. He's won me championships. He's uh, a, he's he's a monster, and you know where I'm going with this. It's Derrick yep. Henry. He's 28. Uh, the running back shelf life, man. It's 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 coming. It's com- the fall's coming for him, and I don't want it to happen because I own him, and he's like again, he's won me leagues. Um, but it's coming. Father time's undefeated especially for aging running backs. So I could see him out of this group. He's probably the most likely to fall um, outside of this top ten um, after this year into
0: 2023. Yeah, I agree 100%. Uh, let me go ahead and give you my, my personal – I'm saying it's going to fall out of this. Uh, man, I could uh, – I, I All right, so look, here, here's where I'm at. And I guess I'm just – I'm. I'm feeling like I'm just going to piss people off or not. The one player that I'm expecting to fall out of this top ten is Austin Eckler. Yeah. I love Eckler, man. I think that he won a lot of people fantasy championships last year, uh, specifically Kelby, as he defeated me in my home league. But my thing is, man, Eckler's 27 years old. Last year was one of the first years that he scored – buku's uh, touchdowns uh last year was the first year that they gave him goal line work and you saw what he did with it however the chargers did just go out and draft isaiah spiller and mm-hmm. i know that people are down on spiller and i 100 understand mm-hmm. that um mm-hmm. oh okay mm-hmm. but I,
1: no i'm no i'm 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 listening i i just i'm not down on spiller no no i'm, I'm just saying
0: like a lot of people were yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah. uh
0: but my thing is, man, I think that Spiller comes in. I think he takes some of that goal line work away. Absolutely. Um, I think that ha- – I think there's regression coming for Austin Eckler's touchdowns. Uh, I still think that he can score from outside the 20 with ease. I think that he will still get his PBR points. However, if you tell me, hey, are you going to put a 28-year-old running back that now has competition into your dynasty top 10 in 2023, probably going to say no. Yeah. Uh, because my thing is, is that I don't want to use the whole injury-prone argument and all that junk, but I think Spiller's going to take away some, and yeah, I think that I agree. That, all, that offense is going to get better. They're still going to do work, but my thing is, I think they're just going to turn that thing over into Justin Herbert's hands, and I think they're just going to unleash the man and just let him throw like like Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. Yeah, and yeah. We'll see what happens.
1: Well, I, I that's a that's he would be probably my next guy if I had to pick another one behind Henry on this list to come out because of age, because of spiller, because of everything you just said. I do think that uh he's still going to get his points. I just think there's regression coming like you said and then if you you know the 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 point of this is, you know, in 2023 when he's 28 a year from now, He's going to have competition from a guy, a guy that's been in the league a year, um, and, yep. and I think, and I think the Chargers, although they're probably going to want to keep Eckler, they're going to want to keep him, they're going to want to keep him healthy too. So they're going to limit what he does as he gets older. Um, yep. So I think, uh, I think that's that's, um, that's a very good take there.
0: Awesome. So who who do you got sneaking into the top ten to next offseason?
1: All right, my boy here. Um, I've looked at this. I've looked at this list um of their rankings there's there's a few here that i think could sneak in um but i'm gonna go with a guy that's probably in his prime right now and that's joe mixon he's right outside of the top 10 he is 11 according to the dlf rankings but i feel like man he i feel like he could jump in i feel like he could easily jump in he obviously could he's 11 this is kind of a you know a chalk take i guess you would say but i love the player i always have they finally have things clicking over there in Cincinnati, man, with Burrow, with Mixon, with Higgins, with Chase. It's just, man, it's just an offensive juggernaut, really. Um, And I think another year under their belt this past year, making it all the way uh, to the Super Bowl, man, I think that – I think think he could definitely jump up into that top ten. He's only 25 right now. I think he will be 26 this offseason or maybe at the beginning of the – NFL season next year, but man, I love Joe Mixon. I think he could. I think he's explosive. I think he's. Uh, I think he could easily jump into that top ten.
0: Yeah, I'm in the same boat as you. I think he should be top ten already. Uh, looking looking at their rankings right now, the reason that he is outside that ten range is because one guy has him at twenty one. Um, I don't know what yeah, the world crazy, they guys thinking. Man. That is crazy. Uh, for me, though, I agree with you one hundred percent. I think the Bengals' offense—if you can get any piece of that offense right now—you better get it while you can. Um, and like what you said, man, they're gonna they're gonna build around Joe Burrow. And right now, Mixon's a good piece to have. Um, for me, like what you said, I do think that there is a lot of running backs that can fall into this top 10. Uh, ones that I would throw in there that I'm not gonna talk about would be JK Dobbins. Uh, I think Saquon's right there on the verge of it, even though he's sucked last year. Uh I think that what's his name? Brian DeBall, the Uh, Bill's offensive coordinator that is now the head coach for the Giants. I think he's going to unleash Saquon this year. I think Alvin Kamara should be in the top ten. I think Gibson's right there out of it. The player that is my dark horse to jump into the top ten, and honestly the dude hasn't even played an NFL down yet, and that is Travis Etienne. Mm -hmm. Uh, For me, man, I, I think that now that Peterson is at Jacksonville, I think that they are going to get something going with that offense. I think that with James Robinson starting off the season with an injury and trying to get back healthy and whatnot, I think that they are going to pour into ETN, who is also coming off of an injury. Mm -hmm. But I think that he is going to be a PPR machine. Um, I think the wide receivers that they went out and got during the offseason, Christian Kirk, I think it was Zay Jones, Evan Ingram. um, I think those are okay pieces. But I think they're going to trust Travis Etienne with the ball. Um, I think he is going to have a very, very similar year as what Austin Eckler did last year. Maybe not with the touchdowns like he had, but as far as the five, six receptions a game, I think it's coming. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's, that's my take there.
1: I like it. I I like it. And he's been a guy I've been targeting just because of that range. I I know in the Walking Dead, I kind of went no running back and I was able to grab Akers and ETN late, 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 late. Like after Zeke, after Aaron Jones, after Monty, after Jacobs, after Dylan, after Sam, you know, after a ton of guys that I thought I can't believe that. Cam Akers and ETN are falling this far in dynasty leagues, but they did. They fell to me and I I loved it. And I love the take there on ETN. I think it's very possible that he could probably sneak up into that top 10 uh to enter 2023.
0: Yep. All right, so going to wide receivers now. Uh top 10 I think is actually pretty locked as far as consensus goes amongst DLF and other places, there may be a couple of variants out there around the 10 range. But starting off at number one Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, CeeDee Lamb, A.J. Brown, Diva Samuel, Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell, and D.K. Metcalf. Who's your wide receiver you got falling out?
1: This is tough because I see a couple here um, that, I, that I think are on the verge of falling out of this top ten for dynasty purposes. Um, I'm going to take a page out of your book and name a couple that I'm not going to talk about here. Uh, Tyreek Hill I think is one that could fall out because of age. Um, and, and and um AJ Brown, I think you just need to proceed with caution in anything you do with yeah. him. Love the guy, love the player. I just think I mean, need, I to, need to see with, what he's gonna do in Philadelphia. I need I think you need to proceed with a little bit of caution before you have him all the way way on up there, top, you know, three, four. It's just it's scary. It's scary and I've got him in in some places, but it's scary. The guy I really think though that's gonna fall out of this top ten is Devontae Adams. New team Agreed. lost the best quarterback arguably the best quarterback in the history – one of the best quarterbacks in the history of the game, arguably. Um, He'll be 30 in December. It's just going to be hard for him, I think, unless – he, I mean, and he could. He could ball completely out with Derek Carr, and he could stay. But, man, I just don't know how he does any better than Aaron Rodgers did him. Um, And so I just think for that reason – um, he think his numbers are going to regress. I think that he's 30, age is coming up on him, and for dynasty purposes, he's going to fall out of this top 10 to enter 2023.
0: Yep, and I, I couldn't agree with you more, man. If I got him in dynasty right now, uh, I'm trying to sell him, I'm trying to sell him and get a younger piece. Uh, mm-hmm. if I had Devontae Adams right now and I can trade him straight up for T Higgins, Jalen Waddell, I'm probably making that move. Uh, just in all honesty, yeah, uh, maybe trying to get you a little throw in piece or whatnot, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, my perspective is the same way. I think that he will come out. I think he'll have a, a good year this year. I really do. I think that Derek Carr is going to throw on the ball. I think he's going to hyper-target him. Uh, however, Derek Carr is not Aaron Rodgers, just like what you said. Uh, and I think he regresses. I think he falls under that probably 11-12 range next season.
1: Yep. Uh,
0: for me, the player that I'm going to choose that I think regresses, uh, it's very, very odd to have two players from the same team at the same position inside of your top ten rankings.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Me with the the census of do I want do I think Tyreek's gonna fall out or do I think John Waddle's gonna fall out? And my perspective is I think Tyreek's gonna fall out of your top ten this year, uh, beginning in twenty twenty-three. Uh, for me, man, I think that even though there's a lot of Tyreek love and a lot of people say that you know two is going to have a great season this year. That offense is going to explode and all that. Uh, Tyreek is not going to have the same season that he did with Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I don't see the deep ball being going straight to Tyreek Hill every single time because Jalen Waddle honestly is probably just as fast or close to being fast. And so if I had to put my money on one of these two wide receivers, I'm putting my money on Jalen Waddle. And so I'm 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 banking that Tyreek Hill he'll still be good. But I'm gonna say, come 2023, he's gonna fall out of the top ten.
1: Yeah, man, I I agree with you, Tyreek Hill. It's the age thing. It's the new team, like just like Devontae Adams. Um, Devontae Adams went from Aaron Rodgers to Carr. Tyreek Hill went from Patrick Mahomes to Tua, and it's just I think there's gonna be regression there for both those guys. And I definitely see, uh, could see Tyreek Hill falling out of that. I like you know I like Waddle. Too, i know a lot of people are starting to put their money on him and i can't blame them so i like that take i'm gonna go ahead and let you uh give me your guy that you think is going to jump in then i'll follow you up on that
0: oh man okay all right so i'll be honest with you man what my heart wants to say i know, I know what, what you want
1: to say that's why i'm gonna go ahead and let you do this
0: uh, it's not gonna happen but <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, wanna mm. I want to say rashad bateman i want to But I'm not going to, just for the fact of the matter is, is I don't think that Lamar Jackson throws enough for him to be in the top 10 Dyson rankings. Uh, However, where he's at right now is far too low for me. Uh, Do I think Bateman can be a top 20? Absolutely. Do I think he's going to be top 10 now? Um, And so, with that being said, a player that I think is going to sneak into the top 10, and this may be a – uh, an ageism thing or whatnot i don't know but i know a lot of dynasty managers probably aren't going out and saying that this guy's gonna be top 10 next year but that's the fun digs Uh i think Stefan digs is going to come out this year and i think he's going to ball out i think that he has positive regression coming uh dude man you saw what happened the first half of that season last year and mm-hmm. it just looked like Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen just weren't clicking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know people was expecting big things from Gabriel Davis, but honestly I think what's going to end up happening in areas is, is that Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs are going to get back on the same connection. Uh, I think Stefan Diggs is going to sneak himself back into that top 10. And honestly, I think he's an alpha. Uh, I think he can go out and, and put up, man, 10, 12 touchdowns in a season. Uh, do I think it's going to happen? I think it's probably around that 8-10 range. But uh, for me, I think this come this time next year, I think you're going to be happy having Stefan Diggs as your wide receiver one on your dynasty team.
1: I completely uh, agree with you there. Uh, he he is older. He is 28 now. Um, but, man, I, I agree with you. He's an alpha. And the Gabriel Davis stuff, man, you better stay away. You better stay away because you're going to get your heart broke, I think, um, if you start – you know, throwing your chips in on Gabriel Davis, I you know, he, uh, I just don't – I don't trust it yet. It's just not enough – there's yeah. not enough there for me. There's not enough sample size for me to just throw my chips in on Gabriel Davis and say he's going to be the go-to guy now in Buffalo. So, um, just real quick, a uh, couple guys that I think could sneak up that I'm not going to talk about. I love my boy T. Higgins, and, and, and he's right outside of the top ten. And, and I know you just said it's it's very unlikely usually that two, two guys are top – uh top 10 top 12 uh fantasy receivers but man t higgins and jamar chase could be duo with Joe Burrow for years so i think he could sneak up there i'm gonna get spicy with this and and i don't know if you're gonna like it i think you're gonna like it but i'm gonna get real spicy here and 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 this is a this is a little bit of a reach i will admit this is a little bit of a reach but just looking at these guys right here in this range that are under the top 10 i'm going with jerry judy
0: oh Um, snap oh yeah
1: Denver uh, 23 very young just picked up Russell Wilson and man come on look what has Russell Wilson done for receivers how good did he make uh, DK how good did he make Tyler Lockett come on now I mean those guys were fantasy studs and I'm not saying they weren't good I'm just saying that he did he was the quarterback throwing to him so you know you got Jerry Judy, you got Russell Wilson. I'm a little excited about it. I want to see what happens. I think he might. I think it's a reach, but I, 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 I did preface that. But yeah. I think he could definitely. It's, it's possible. I think it's possible that he jumps up into that top ten.
0: Oh my gosh, man! Know, it's a reach. Adam, I know it's a reach. Adam, Adam Graham is rolling over right now with excitement. <laughs> oh, yeah. And my, my thing is, is it likely to happen? Probably not.
1: No, it's could not. Could it happen?
0: Sure, I'll give you yeah. that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I'm excited to see what Russell Wilson does in that offense, I'll be honest with you. Um, would I rather have Jerry Judy or Cortland Sutton? 100% Jerry Judy. Uh, I thought that Sutton looked terrible last year, and so I think Jerry Judy's about to come in this this next season now that his charges are dropped. Uh, and so I think that he is going to ball out, um, yep. and I think he is the, the wide receiver you should be targeting in Denver yep. for sure.
1: I've uh, so, uh, been fully transparent here. The guy I was going to say originally was Bateman, and you stole oh, my man. thunder. So
0: oh, I love to, Bateman, man. I had, <laughs> had
1: to go another way. Had to go another way.
0: <laughs> I have Bateman in like ninety five percent of my leisure right now.
1: I liked him too, man. He's definitely one of those guys. And I know Lamar doesn't throw the ball, man. I, I get it, but dude, he could get there. He could get there. Thank
0: no, you. I know, man. That's, I hope so. My my All my dynasty teams are just rejoicing right now. <laughs> uh, so, let's talk about these tight ends real quick. All right. They're both in a lot of tight end premium leagues, two tight yes. ends, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so, top ten right now, tight ends, is Kyle Pitts, Mark Andrews, Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, TJ Hawkinson, Darren Waller, Dallas Goddard, Pat Fryermuth, Dalton Schultz, and Noah Fant. Who's your tight end you think drops out of that?
1: I think it's um, – I, I think, man, that last one just sprung on me there. Noah Fant, that name. It's just – all right, I'm going to go with my original thought here. I don't think Fant's going to be in there. I'm just going to say that, but I'm yeah, not going to talk either. about that right now. I don't think Fant's going to be in there next year. But this other guy that I really targeted in on after uh, looking at this list, uh, I, I think Darren Waller's falling out, man. I think he's coming out. I think uh, – I know he's good. I get it. He's, but man, this year he was injury riddled. Um, he's going to be thirty. He's not. He's not as young as people think. He came in late. He bloomed late. He's already thirty. He'll be thirty in September this year. I'm sorry, um, but man, now who does he have to compete with for targets?
0: Devonte Adams.
1: Exact. I mean, it's and and it's and it's it's inevitable. And and you know, before this, he wasn't competing with anybody. Really, you could argue that he was the main guy. Yeah. Um, so, I I just, you know, could he stay another year? Yeah, he could. Do I see him falling out in the next year? Yeah, I do. Uh, so, I'm going to go with Darren Waller here.
0: Nice. I like it, man. Uh, It's one of those where it's going to take a lot of people off. But I 100% understand. Uh, tight end six right now, currently. It's probably a good place for him. I would take all five of those other tight ends ahead of him. Mm -hmm. Um, for me, the person I think that's going to fall out of this, uh, man, he's been getting a lot, a lot of the OTA hype, and could very well remain top 10, but I think he's going to fall out. And that is Pat Friermuth. Uh, for me, I, I, I don't see it, man. I, I see him being around that 12, 13 range personally, Yep. Um, I know what he did with Big Ben last year, and I get that. Um because Big
1: Ben couldn't throw it more than eight yards.
0: That's, that's a really good point. <laughs> but uh, he, he does have Heath Miller vibes, and he, he is a really good tight end. He's sure-handed for sure. Um, coaches are speaking very, very highly of him right now, saying that he's the standout in camp. But my thing is, man, when you got weapons like Najee Harris, Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson, George Pickens, I uh, how they get Calvin Austin. Mm-hmm. like They they have a squad there, and it's young. Yep. But yep. I think that Kenny Pickett is going to struggle. Uh I don't think he's going to come in and just ball out. I think that he's going to have a very, very similar to Zach Wilson rookie season. Yep. And so, for me, I think come this time next year, people aren't going to be looking at Pat Friermuth as a top ten dynasty option yeah um i think that he is a solid tight end two uh for your dynasty team but as far as a weekly starter i don't, I don't see it
1: yeah i, I i'm kind of with you on that i've seen the love and i've seen the hype and i've seen the adp and i've been seeing where he's been going and i don't have a share yet so um it, there's a reason for that and i'm, I'm kind of in, in consensus agreement with you that he could uh definitely fall out
0: yeah. All right. So, you want me to give my top 10 first or what? What you think? Yeah. Go ahead. All right. You're gonna like this one. So, the tight end that I see on this list that I'm like, man, this dude could very, very easily be in this top ten category. I want to go ahead and call it and say that this guy is going to be this year's Dalton Schultz, and that is Cole Commit. Um, the reason I like Cole Commit now is that the only person that he really has to battle with as far as targets is Darnell Mooney. That's that's it. Uh, their second wide receiver on the team is the Jones guy who they just drafted. Uh, and the other guy that they drafted, by Byron Pringle, I think who they uh, got in the offseason via trade or signing or something, uh, didn't do get arrested with a DUI or something. Uh, yep. And so, for me, I think Commit's going to come out this year. I think he's going to explode. Um, I know that, like what you said, if you think that Justin Fields is going to be a top-10 quarterback next soft season, then he's going to have somebody to throw to. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say that the person that he's going to be throwing to a lot is going to be Cole Komet. Uh, you saw what he kind of did in a couple of those games last year and just how, uh, man, I remember just watching and being like, man, Darnell Moody's really good, but this Cole Komet guy, he he's coming along. Yeah, and so it. i think i think this offseason season they're going to build their rapport they're gonna build their chemistry a little bit and i think that he is fixing to be a target monster on this team mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so for me that's that's somebody that i'm i'm targeting right now in trades um you can p- pretty much get him kind of cheap uh probably one of the the few tight ends in this top 15 20 range that you can go out and as long as somebody ain't sold high on them you can get them get them fairly cheap for the yep. top, possible top 10 tight end
1: yep I agree. Well, man, looking at this list right outside of the top 10 here, that you've got Gasecki, you've got Dawson Knox, you've got Alberto, you've got Cole Comet, and then you've got Trey McBride. That's your, that rounds out your top 15. I think that, um, I think McBride's a few years away. I'm just going to be transparent about that. He's, you know, Ertz is still there. Ertz just signed a three year deal. He's, they're still going to feed Ertz. I just don't, McBride's not cracking that top 10 for a few years if he does. So I'm out on him. I love the commit option there that you got. I think that, I think that, I think that all of these four, 14 of these 15 here that, that we're talking about are, you know, Except McBride, I think they all have the potential to jump into that top ten. Um, yeah,
0: very, we could very easily be a Dawson Knox, Dalton Schultz top. Yeah, type.
1: yeah, yeah. Gusecki, Gusecki's great. I think he's great. I think he's good. Yeah. I think he's a good player. But the guy, the guy that I've got listed here, and everything's fixing to be a, a a Bronco Homer. But I'm going Albert O. I think I think Fant's departure. I think he left. You know, Fance's departure coupled with Russ's income uh, coming in, uh, huge leaps for him. And and he's he's big. He is uh, athletic. He is the prototypical receiving tight end. Um, he does have to get better with some of the other stuff. But, man, for fantasy purposes, we don't care about the other stuff. We want you to go out there and catch touchdowns. So, I think he could definitely sneak into that top ten. I think fans coming out. I just don't think he's staying in. I
0: don't think he should um, be in the top ten to begin with, honestly. I
1: don't either. I, I don't either. I, I looked at that list, and I guess I just looked over it earlier. I, I kind of skimmed it and saw it. Um, I still stand by my Waller take that I think he probably can fall out easily, um, but I think Fant, I think Fant's also coming out. So I got two guys coming out of that that that, that, that are falling out of that. And then and and, and then I honestly I agree with your Farrowmuth take. So I really got three guys coming out, and I think I think it's very possible that Comet, Alberto, and Gusecki or Knox jump in and yep, take agreed. their spot. So
0: agree, man. I like it. And that's, that's my thing. I got a, I got a couple of Albert O shares. Uh, I actually picked them up off of waivers whenever I saw that fan had uh, been traded. Yep. And so for me, I'm, I'm hoping on that. Just like I said, big body targeted. Um, I think that he is somebody who, um, is going to be overlooked in a lot of leagues yep. and somebody who is going to be overlooked in that offense. Um, for me personally, man, I'm a Cortland Sutton hater. Um, I don't think that he is going to have a, as good of a season as people are saying. And so I think that Alvarez is going to come in and take, take those targets he's looking at. Yeah. Uh, but man, it's going to be all for the episode. I know we're getting close to this, uh, these two zoom meetings on here. And so our yep. time is running out. <laughs> sure. uh, but Debo, man, I appreciate you jumping on with me. Yes, uh, sir. Uh, I'm looking forward to the next couple of episodes. we we'll talk about some topics and whatnot. Absolutely. Uh, but man, yeah, good good stuff. And I hope, uh, man, if you're if you're a listener or whatnot, give us your takes. Who's who's your person that you think is gonna be top ten? Who are you out on and who are you in on? Uh, we'll we'll see what what our thoughts are as well. You know, you may be a Kyle Pitts hater and you think Kyle Pitts gonna drop out of the top ten, and <laughs> you're gonna be wrong. But hey, <laughs> uh, but anyways, man. In closing, thank you once again for the support. Uh, man, we're able to grow our audience and. And hope that you have as much fun taking a break from everyday life and just listening to this podcast as we do. Uh, follow us over on Facebook at Legacy of Legends of Dynasty Podcast and at Twitter at LOL Dynasty Pod. You can also give us an honest and genuine five-star review over on Apple Podcasts if you so choose. Uh, we look forward to producing each and every one of these episodes and putting out some good quality content. Steve, you got anything else you want to say to the listeners, man?
1: Man, we appreciate it. This has been fun. The past couple of times we've done this. Um, look forward to doing it more, man. It's been fun.